This is Linda, a real patient living with COPD in North Carolina. Her story may sound familiar. I have a different name to everyone. I'm mom, grandma, and even great-grandma. I'm Linda, the Norwegian folk dancer, the volunteer, and the car show organizer. I also have COPD. Welcome to this episode of COPD On Air, a podcast exploring current treatment recommendations and topics relating to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, with expert guests. This podcast is intended for U.S. healthcare professionals only and is sponsored by Synovian Pharmaceuticals Incorporated. I'm your host, Barry Price. Today, I have with me Dr. Newman and nurse practitioner, Wendy Haller. Dr. Newman, can you share a little bit about yourself? I'm Dr. Larry Newman, a medical director of Virgin Medical Care, a chain of ambulatory care centers in New York City. I've been medical director for 15 years, and I see on average about 60 COPD patients per month. Thank you. Wendy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself as well? I'm Wendy Haller, nurse practitioner with Louisville Pulmonary Care in Louisville, Kentucky. I've been practicing acute care medicine for the past 21 years. My practice includes clinic visits with pulmonary patients, as well as acute care visits with patients in the hospital. And I see about 200 COPD patients per month. Welcome. Today we are having a conversation about the importance of personalizing COPD treatment to individual patients. Before we get started, I'd like to remind listeners that anything the guests share on the show is considered their own expert opinion or anecdotal experience, and is not intended to supersede medical guidelines or your own clinical judgment. Let's talk individualizing COPD care. Dr. Newman, why is it important to individualize a patient's COPD care? There is no one size fits all. Every patient has different needs and responds differently to medications. My clinical aim is to treat patients based on symptoms and severity of disease, ability to use a device, and the quality of life that they've grown accustomed to. Many different devices and medications are available today, so it's much easier to customize and optimize treatment for patients' individual needs and goals. Every patient has extrapulmonary factors to consider as well, such as age, dexterity, and mental capacity. The kind of assisted care they receive is also important in deciding which therapy to use. Whether or not they have comorbidities, the insurance and access to health care they may or may not have is also important. The GOLD guidelines recommends individualizing therapy for each patient. Wendy, you mentioned GOLD. What is GOLD exactly? What does it say about individualizing a patient's COPD care specifically? The Global Initiative for Chronic Obstructive Lung Disease, or GOLD, works with healthcare providers and public health officials to publish widely accepted strategies for the diagnosis, management, and prevention of COPD in an annual report. Now, GOLD does recommend individualizing therapy for each patient, guided by what we mentioned previously. You're going to look at patients' severity of symptoms, 
and how they respond to a chosen treatment. You're also going to look at their risk of exacerbations, in addition to any adverse effects from previous medications or comorbidities that they have prior to initiating treatment. Patient preference is also important when determining a therapy for these patients. Gold does not endorse any specific treatment. Selection is based on one's own clinical judgment and assessment of the patient. Thank you. Dr. Newman, to achieve treatment goals, is individualizing a patient's device and medication a one-time thing or more of a constant effort? COPD is a dynamic condition. Lung function, even in healthy patients, deteriorates over time. A normal person loses 25% of his lung function from age 25 to 75. New comorbid conditions may arise that can affect a patient's ability to use certain devices. Patients that had no difficulties using a handheld device suddenly are no longer able to use the same device they've used for years. For example, a patient develops severe osteoarthritis of their hands. They may not have the strength to physically squeeze the device. Or a patient may develop Parkinson's disease. The hand tremors make it very difficult to coordinate the inspiration. Gold recommends a continual management cycle. Review the symptoms and history of exacerbations at every single visit. Assess device technique. Ask the patient to demonstrate their technique at every single visit and adjust to the patient's needs. According to Gold, randomized trials have not identified superiority of one device or formulation. Wendy, how do these Gold recommendations translate into your practice? For new patients, it's important to take the time to interview them and qualify their symptoms. For example, you want to know how short of breath they are. How far can they walk without stopping? I like to ask those questions in something pertinent to them. For example, when walking in from the parking lot to my waiting room, how many times did you have to stop? You want to know if they have a cough, and not only if they have a cough, but what improves or worsens the cough. Is the cough wet or dry? You want to make sure you're familiar with their comorbidities and take a thorough medical history, including previous hospitalizations they've had for breathlessness. I also like to ask them what they do every day. What are they responsible for doing every day? Or what does their family or friends rely on them to do every day? It's very important that you spend an appropriate amount of time with new patients. You also want to make sure that you schedule follow-up soon after the first consultation. If you're prescribing medicines, it's important to see them regularly so that you can properly assess any adverse events that may have occurred due to a treatment that you prescribed. Does device misuse seem to be a common occurrence for your patients? What do you think are some of the factors leading to that? Dr. Newman? According to Gold, two-thirds of COPD patients make at least one error using an inhalation device which may result in not receiving the benefit of their maintenance therapy. Imagine a patient who needs to take pills every day and miss two of three days. It would be totally unacceptable. Sometimes with progression of disease, the patient no longer has the ability to take a deep inspiration. Insufficient inspiratory flow, difficulty coordinating actuation and inhalation, improper technique, confusing device features, other factors include physical or cognitive capacity of the patient, 
providers switching devices too often, mistaking improper usage for lack of benefit or progression of the disease. We just talked about the importance of individualizing care, but now I'd like to talk about a product that's currently available, Lonhala Magnair, glycopyrrolate inhalation solution. This is a prescription maintenance medication used twice a day for COPD, including chronic bronchitis, emphysema, or both. Lonhala Magnair is contraindicated in patients with a hypersensitivity to glycopyrrolate or to any of the ingredients. Lonhala Magnair should not be initiated in patients with acutely deteriorating or potentially life-threatening episodes of COPD or used as a rescue therapy for acute episodes of bronchospasm. Acute symptoms should be treated with an inhaled short-acting beta-2 agonist. Dr. Newman, can you tell me what makes Lonhala Magnair different from handheld inhalers and traditional jet nebulizers? I like the features Lonhala Magnair offers The Magnair device produces a fine aerosol mist that is administered by breathing naturally through the mouthpiece. Administration takes two to three minutes, twice daily, with proper assembly and cleaning. It's important to maintain the system, otherwise administration time could take longer. I like that Lanhala Magnair has audio-visual feedback mechanisms, such as a green light and two beeps that let my patients know when the administration cycle is complete. The Magnair device is a closed system that only uses Lanhala vials. What do your patients say about Lanhala Magnair when you follow up with them about their experience using it? They're typically pleasantly surprised by it. They like that the device is portable and discreet. It's quiet, making no noticeable noise during administration. It weighs about 10 ounces, which is less than a can of soda, and it can be battery-operated or plugged in. My patients can take it with them on the go, and it even comes with a compact carrying case. Wendy, which types of patients in your practice would you consider as good candidates for Lanhala Magnair? There are several patients that would be appropriate for Lanhala Magnair. For a patient who has tried several handheld devices and is frustrated because they continue to be symptomatic but are motivated to find a treatment that works, I prescribe Lonhala Magnair. Also, for a patient who wants to remain independent and active so they can continue to do what they enjoy, Lonhala Magnair might be an option for them. It is portable. Patients can pack up the treatment and take it with them when they travel. It enables patients to take their treatment in a hotel room on a conference call, or in their car, with little to no interruption. These patients may benefit from natural breathing administration and a treatment that is portable, has a short administration time of two to three minutes, and virtually silent. That's all the time we have for this episode. Wendy, Dr. Newman, thank you very much for your time today. It was enlightening to get your perspectives on how you tailor treatment to your patient's needs. I'm happy where I am in my COPD treatment journey. And after all these years of helping others, I truly believe that Longhala Magnair is helping me breathe better. Individual results with Longhala Magnair may vary. Thank you for listening to this episode of COPD On Air. For more information about Longhala Magnair and topics discussed, visit synovianprofile.com and click on Longhala Magnair. 
You can also follow the link located in the show notes of this episode. Lanhala Magner is a prescription anticholinergic medicine used long-term and twice each day, morning and evening, to improve symptoms of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, in adults with COPD. COPD is a long-term chronic lung disease that includes chronic bronchitis, emphysema, or both. Lanhala Magner should not be used as a rescue medicine. Lanhala Magner can cause serious side effects, including sudden shortness of breath immediately after use, which may be life-threatening, serious allergic reactions, new or worsened eye problems, including acute narrow-angle glaucoma, new or worsened problems emptying your bladder, urinary retention. This summary does not include all information about Lanhala Magner. The full important safety information is located in the show notes of this episode with accompanying links to the full prescribing information and patient information for Lanhala Magner. For additional information about the articles and resources referenced during this episode, please see the list of references in the show notes. Thank you.